Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. I'll be headlining this weekend in Zany's Old Town, Chicago. That's the day after Thanksgiving, uh, Friday through Sunday. That's the 23rd through the 25th. TJ will be in Orlando, Florida at the Improv on the 23rd and the 24th. He'll be in New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Stress Factory the 29th through the 2nd of December. Albany, New York, 7th and 8th at the Funny Bone. He'll be in Annapolis, Maryland on the 9th. Dayton, Ohio at the Funny Bone, 14th and 15th. And then we'll be together again, working together in St. Louis at Helium Comedy Club on the 20th through the 22nd of December. Come on out and say hello. Hope you're having a great vacation. Have a happy holiday. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent Irsh. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. sounded really good. Thank you so much. You know what? <laughs> this is really exciting. I'm here with the uh, Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> and uh, I'm auditioning. A lot of you don't realize, if you didn't hear the last episode, that I was uh, scheduled to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, the Falsetto Wing. And uh, unfortunately, uh, one of the, uh, somebody burned down that wing that I was supposed to be inducted into. There were rumors that it was an old friend, T.J. Miller, that was behind that, but I don't think that was the case because he's always been so supportive of my falsetto. In any event, uh, now I'm traveling. I'm kind of nomadic because I don't really know where to take my skill, you know? And so I decided to come to Utah and uh, perform with the tabernacle. 
right? The tabernacle choir. And that's what this group is right here. You guys are in the tabernacle. And uh, uh, I, uh, I really appreciate you coming along. Let's do another one if we could. Uh, let's do, uh, uh, let's see. Do you guys have any good ones? <laughs> this usually isn't how the podcast is supposed to start. <laughs> what is the mini the moocher? How does that one go, tabernacle? Is that like... Uh, yeah, hi, 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 Someone's a little off key. Uh, I'm wondering if someone, uh, did anybody, uh, does anybody have a tuning whistle? Because I think someone's a little off key. Uh, if I can just, sir, you in back? It looked to me like you were a little off key. You with the, with the beard and the strange outfit on. With the lids hat. Wait a second, that sounds. That voice sounds kind of familiar. Wait a second. It's me. What the? David Caruso. CSI. Who the? Where the? Who are the? Here's the Sneeches? The Sneeches? Ladies and gentlemen, T.J. Miller is here. T.J. Miller. Oh. I, hi, 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 hi. I'm a friend of my dad's. It was you back there. I didn't yeah. know you. I didn't know you were performing with the Tabernacle. Well, um, they call me, they call me Tabernacle Spackle wow. because I repair the cracks within a Tabernacle when damage has been done to the Tabernacle, either emotional, architectural, or physical. It's weird because I feel like I've known Old you for a while. Old Tabernacle Spackle. It's weird. I feel like I've known you for a while now and I've never Old once... Old Pickled Penis. I never once... Because my asshole smells like dill. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if that was in the script. Well, I, uh, are you doing... You know, I want to tell you, I'm so excited to be auditioning for the Tabernacle, to be the Tabernacle Spackle in this Tabernacle. To be the Spackle quiet. within the Tabernacle? Yes. Uh-huh. I, I fully intend to do... My tabernacle spackle crackle, which is uh, where I sort of crackle and crinkle yeah. paper while yeah. I'm doing my, my call and response. Here, give me another yeah. one. I'll show you. Okay. Okay. Hey, who? <laughs> Get out of my room, Mom! <laughs> How was that? Well, I, I'll have to ask the, uh, the existing members of the tabernacle. <laughs> To get a feel for what they think. Do you guys, did you like that one? Do I have yeah, that what was it a good takes. one. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. I have what it takes to spackle your tabernacle? <laughs> this is great. You've always been a big fan of music, and it's great to actually... Well, I so love actually anything that is within... Lake. I love all music that is within a reasonable tonal range. Mm-hmm. So anything that is from bass to soprano, I enjoy. Anything above that, <clears throat> I think, is an assault upon the ears and an absolute offense to the human uh, or, or, or aud- auditory 
Yeah. <laughs> Auditory. Yeah. Auditory senses. C-E-N-S-U-S. I'm just so surprised we're actually uh, running into each other in Salt Lake City. Utah. I spend most I, of my time, if I'm not performing, mm-hmm, okay, yeah. or filming, or uh, with K8, I am in Utah. And not necessarily Salt Lake City. Often I'm in Orem, wandering around, asking people, what is Orem? What, what is this named after? Why am I here? Um, sometimes I'll find my way to Provo to really keep it awkward by continuing to say that I'm in Orem when I'm in Provo. And then uh, I've actually attempted to have sexual intercourse on my own uh, in Park City. Really? Yeah. I bought a fur vest for $3,722 in Park City. And uh, then I try and return it. And when they refuse to return it and put it back on my credit card, because the credit card was declined. I never even actually purchased it. Yeah. Um, I will feign ejaculation, which is how, I, that's how I have sexual intercourse. <laughs> By feigning ejaculation? Exactly. And um, a lot of times uh, when I'm at Salt Lake, and when I'm actually sort of waiting in the Salt Lake, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll overhear someone say like, oh, it's the Salt Lake is so beautiful today. And I'll dip my finger in the lake and go, yeah, not that salty. <laughs> And then it becomes the salt lick. Yeah, the salt lick. That's right. And then sometimes, just to kind of fuck with the whole situation, I'll bring a pound of sugar into Salt Lake and just dump it in there. Make it a little bit sweeter. You know what I mean? Sweet and salty. Does the trick. So you you don't bring pepper with you? A salt and pepper lake? Yeah. Uh, No, but I tried to put some of that salt lake in an aquatic grinder. A pepper a mill, yes. and uh, that didn't work at all because none of those things are real. Well, I'll tell you a true story. I actually, uh, when I first time I came to Salt Lake, do you mind? And I always ask this: uh, yeah. if you're going to tell a true story, will you conclude with a fake statement? I will absolutely. I uh, first time I came to Salt Lake, and I might have told this story, but I, I decided that first day to go. You know, I put my swim trunks on. It was summertime. I decided to go out to the lake and do some swimming. The lake. Uh, with quotation yeah, marks. with quotations. Maybe do some It was fishing. actually a glorified puddle. Yeah. I thought maybe there'd be a beach out there, and I'd get to hang out. Uh, maybe there'd be girls. I was single at the time. I might meet someone. Uh, maybe someone that I'd spend the rest of my life with. Would you I say had that, a lot of dreams for this lake. Well, and you know. Okay? I had my Utah, swim goggles. You know me. You know I always have swim goggles on in the summertime around my neck just in case. Were you some a swimming, mid-single? Some swimming breaks out. Yeah. So I was ready to go. Enjoy that lake. I went out to that lake, and that lake is the biggest piece of shit body of water in the country. They should pave over the damn thing, put like, have races on it or something. And he doesn't usually uh, body of water shame lakes. Body of water shaming, because There's you can't do anything with that lake. Been going on There's no swimming to be done in that lake, right? Is that, do you yeah. swim in there? I love yeah as a negative swim, right? affirmation. The only thing to do is like... You can't to... swim in there, can you? Yeah. Yeah, you cannot. I don't think a, a lake should be something you can, you can race across. You should be able to swim on it, right? In it. You should be able to swim on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think you want to swim on top of the lake. And what do you mean race? Well, people is it, race... Was it frozen? People race on the salt flats. Is that correct? So they kind of race on the lake. And it's, no. Right? Did you feel how 
much there was a yes from the audience, and then he was like, so that's racing, and everyone was like, no. No, it's, no, it's very biblical. People actually race, and then they walk on the water, and then they turn the salt into pepper. That's I how I understood the story. an important moment in the podcast that's how where I we all together just found out that Cash does not understand water. <laughs> and he's such a big fan of it that it's very, very strange that you wouldn't, because you, we have almost stopped being friends because I didn't bring swimming trunks to a place where swimming was. Yeah, I said that's part of the that's part of the package when you're with me. You have to bring your swim shorts just in case. And it felt like you didn't understand that's part of our deal. That's part of the friendship pact yeah. that we have. And then there was something that I that you were always supposed to bring. What was Do you that? Remember what that is? Maybe salt. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I, I'll think about it. You know what? It's so weird that you're here. I feel like maybe uh, with you being here, we might as well do a podcast. You want to do it? You would like me to be a guest on your? Yeah. Would you like to be a guest? I was going to be. A, I was going to interview the Tabernacle, but since you're here, perhaps we could just do this together. Would you like to do the podcast with me? I would me? love to be. Would you guest like on to your see a, a pod, Would you like to see a podcast? A live podcast. From Salt Lake City, Utah! Yeah. Utah, I tar, we all tar for salt. (laughs) Tell Tabernacle Spackle Dick. As they used to call me in college. In all the years I've known you, I've I've never heard anybody call you a Tabernacle Dick. No, Tabernacle Spackle Dick. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry I screwed that up. Old Dick Fingers, that's what they used to call me. Because my fingers look like dicks. And my penis looked like a hand. Because it had individual digits and then a thumb. That's what I think whenever someone's like, I mean, I got a big one. It's like a, it's like a baby's arm. And I'm like, it has five fingers at the end of it? Um, I, 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 I explicitly went into this show to be a little bit more racy, as you can see from the material that I've already uh, not prepared. And, uh, and that's because... We did a show recently. Um, I did a show in Muskegon, uh, in a bowling alley, in the Sherman Entertainment Bowling Center. You're always bragging. God. Bra- I am bragging about that. And uh, so I did a show there, and this father came up and said, my son and I have bonded a lot because we're members of the 12 and a half. And I said, that's incredible. Is he the half? And Because I'm always asking that. And he said, no, he's a full person. And, uh, but I really, I loved the idea of that because it was so touching when he said it, but then upon thinking about what I say on the podcast, I was like, you guys are weird. Like, that's a weird bonding thing (laughs) to have somebody be like, old tabernacle spackle dick. And just a father and son kind of arms around each other going, what a thing. (laughs) I love you, son. I love you, dad. (laughs) Sometimes at dinner, their mother kind of is like, would you two stop talking over each other? And they look at each other and they go, old dick fingers. (laughs) They share those little moments together. I'm going to start things off. This is really exciting. I I I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, This is really exciting because today I'm giving cash. We've been... Uh, well, you've been doing the show, and I, I've been a guest on the show since almost it seems the like beginning. It seems like you've been a guest a lot on the show. And uh, so, would you say that we've been doing this for four years, five years? Uh, more, I think more like six. Six years. Yeah, yeah. And this is the first tonight. I am going to present him with the first gift that I've ever given him. I think maybe in general, actually, but certainly 
podcast related, and it is don't you guys can't ruin it. Is that okay? It's this, okay. So wait, you have me we'll very curious. Show, yeah, we'll show it to you later. But I would love, I would. Well, let's love uh, let's kick things off with maskers, over. and uh, so I can see what the gift is. And uh, I'm joking. Uh, you guys are like, it doesn't start with maskers. I was trying to get to the end of the show so I could know what the gift was. We'd like to start things off with... Now the, that we understand it, it's even less funny. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start off with the triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Oh. Triple banger oh. lightning round. Yeah. Ah, I'm so excited you guys are here. I love it. Somebody said to me, they said, uh, uh, about how many people are going to be at the podcast? And I said, you know, between 18 and like 40 is usually where we do the best. And you could see the person I was talking to would be like, what? And I was like, no, it's just the 12 and a half. It's a little bit more of a special thing because it's kind of a cult following. And then I was really started be- like digging my own grave because he was like, oh, okay. And I could feel him being like, so not many people like the podcast. And I was like, no, I mean, and we prefer it that way. It's just it's like... You, 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 and you almost dug your own horn right there. I you, almost, almost said, you almost said I was digging your, my own horn. I did almost say that. A lot that. of people don't dig their own horn, but you're a guy that could do it. I bury my own horn. Every time a clown dies, I bury a horn. <laughs> every time a bell rings, an angel is born, and every time a clown dies, TJ buries a horn. So just imagine my backyard just filled with horns. Because the clown dies every day. That's what my mother used to say right before I went to sleep. (laughs) She would kiss me lightly on the forehead and say, every day a clown dies. And then she would shut off the lights and I'd say, Mom, can you you close the closet door? And she said, if your closet's big enough to have a monster in it, that's a big closet. Your closet's too big. And uh, no, I would say, can you close the closet door? I'm scared. And she's like, well, how will the monster be able to immediately get out of the... He's, I don't want him to have to open the door before he kills and maims you. And I would always say, why wouldn't he maim me before he kills me? I wouldn't be there for the maiming. And she said, monsters like to play with their food. <laughs> I had no folks, idea. That's what, folks. folks, if you've got a monster that does things in the wrong order in your closet, your closet's too big. <laughs> folks, if you can fit the tabernacle inside your entire closet, your closet is too big. If you got a closet that has cracks all over it and you want to sing it to a repaired state, that's a tabernacle speckle. If your closet has an entire salt lake inside of it and there are races on top of it, you don't understand water. <laughs> yeah, because when, when he said salt flats, I was like, he knows what he's talking about. And then seconds later, I was like, no, that's incorrect. He does not know what he's talking about. Can, do you, could you mind? Could I, are you eating some of their world... Famous nachos. Would you mind? Could I have an order of world famous nachos and a large pint glass of soda water? Uh, to which I will add my own boutique bitters that I bought at the farmer's market in Pioneer Park, downtown Salt Lake City. Um, so, you know, I want to do that. And they are world famous uh, nachos. I called a couple of my friends that live in South India and they had heard about them. And they were are, excited about them. They what, said, are, what are your friends' names? Uh, one of my friends is Sutra, um, and he and I have been friends for a while. And the Sutra? Other, yes. And I got another friend named Kama, uh, C-O-M-M-A. He spent most of his childhood in Texas. Oh, that sounds and, familiar. Uh, and I got another friend named 
South, <laughs> and a friend named Indian, and uh, and they had heard of the the. Or, or, they, they taste world famous, don't they? Yeah. So don't they taste like people in Hong Kong are aware of them? <laughs> They've world, got that yeah. sort. They got that kind of kick to them that if you ask someone in rural China, they would say, "Yeah, I've heard of the wise guys now, just I know this." That's Downtown Salt Lake City, near the racing flats, <laughs> near the salt racing flats. That's really what you, you say whenever you have spicy food. You say, that has some kick. They and, do. Uh, and I, you know, usually you wouldn't you Thank know, you. Can we give a huge round of applause for everybody working today? Because, and I want, listen, I, really, I want a couple of things from you guys, if that's possible. I really would love this. And that is, um, if you guys would really tip more than you feel comfortable. <laughs> tip in a way that you may not make rent this month. And I, I would love, I, I'm going to do this right now. Whoever is the drunkest and has had the most to drink by the end of the show, okay? So you've got, you've got about 45 minutes around that. Whoever is the drunkest, I will kiss them on the forehead and softly say, a clown dies every day <laughs> at the end of the show. So really drink it up, tip and, well, have some yes. nachos. Every time you tip, an angel earns its horns. Every time you bury right? a horn, TJ right? kills a clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting convoluted. Triple Banger Lightning Round, question one, question, question one. one. You were talking about nicknames, and uh, these are real nicknames that people have gotten in college, and uh, uh, they were sent to me. And I was curious which one you think you'd most like to have. Nicknames you'd most What's like to that? have. What's that? Bitters Lab Boutique Bitters? These are real nicknames. The first one is uh, Brace Crotch. Brace crotch. Yeah, someone was nicknamed Brace Crotch when they got and to school. How is this a triple banger lightning round? Are you going to ask which is the best, do you think? Yeah, which okay. one? Which okay. one do you like? Brace Crotch. Would you prefer that? Would you prefer uh, two hand job Doug? <laughs> two hand job Doug? <laughs> Takes two hand jobs for him <laughs> to. <laughs> to tell you, please stop giving me hand jobs. I just think it'd be so sad if your parents called, like, Doug, how's school going? Well, I got a nickname. It's two hand job, Doug. That's not one I I'm think so you bring I home to here. the parents. So yeah. glad I came here. Uh, they also call me uh, Chunderbucket. 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 What do you think that's in relationship to? Are I'm these people sure. on the internet? These are real people that had these names and were, you know, got these nicknames. Okay, Chunderbucket. Uh, uh, here's another one, uh, Gizzard. Yeah, that's a bad one because nobody put any thinking into it. Thwinking. That's when you think and you wink at the person while you're thinking. Um, but nobody put any thwinking into it. And uh, it's just gizzard. You know, that would be like calling somebody appendix. <laughs> that's actually I'll a wait. better nickname. Just kidding. I'll wait. You might be waiting a while with this crowd. Guys, let's guys, pick it up a little bit. You can get into it. Yeah. You can get into it. Know, you guys I are so shy. In, you're shy. No, no, but it's Utah. You know, they it's always Utah. say you guys are very Utah, a full-on roaring laugh is a tittering giggle and then a quiet apology. <laughs> That's what they say about Utah. And I can feel that each of you, after you finish laughing, go, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, so far this show has really just felt like some type of support group. Uh, I'm not sure for what, but we'll find out later. World famous! <laughs> That's what I yell after each bite of these world-famous wise guys nachos. <laughs> um, okay, how about... Uh, Reykjavik, Iceland. I called the uh, head of tourism there 
And I said, I was in Salt Lake City, and he said, how about those fucking nachos? <laughs> and I said, don't you curse at me, you Icelandic son of a gun. <laughs> Nobody even knows where your country is. Liars. Yeah, it really should be called Greenland. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we doing more, more of these? Are we doing more? Someone was named Pestilence. Pestilence. Was, that's a horrible that's one. That's a bad one. Uh, Scepterhead. <laughs> Scepterhead's pretty funny. I'd rather that than petulance or like a plague. Like that's what that uh, is. The last king of Scotland. Postern. That means a separate entryway. Postulate. Postulate. That's but a good postern. Nickname. I learned that today at dictionary.com. I get an email every day from the dictionary, and the dictionary told me today that postern is a separate entrance, like a private entrance. And so that's why I'm trying to get that nickname started. We've talked about this. You can't really get a nickname going for yourself. There's no, yeah. there's no like um, comfortable way to do mm-hmm. that. You yeah. can't keep referring to yourself as like old, you know, finger dick or whatever. <laughs> and why would you want to, right? Well, because <laughs> it's it a explains. great analogy. <laughs> they call me old finger dick. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's true. You, you name other people though, and it can really take off. And right. sometimes you, you name them a nickname that is a little bit critical even, but they embrace it. Like Chunderbucket. Chunderbucket. Or here's one. There's uh, a lot of CKs in this, like, spackle, yeah. Yeah. tabernacle. Chunderbucket. Yeah. Here's one. Uh, uh, someone was nicknamed L.L. Drool J. Well, famous! He was named world famous LL Drool J. Really, LL Drool J? Yeah, LL Drool J. That's a fairly clever one. That's not a bad one. Uh, my favorite is Genghis Kant. <laughs> That's the front runner. That is LL Drool J. I've got a theory J. that I think someone like Genghis Khan. I think Genghis's life would have been different if he had a regular name, right? If it wasn't Genghis, it was like hey, my name's Jim, Jim Khan. Right? Well, or, we all know what happened to my him. Name's, my name's Wally. That's James Kahn when he's around his Jim, friends. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, J- James Kahn, well, they say that about the actor, they say was that very about, close to being named Genghis Kahn, and his whole life would have been different. They say that about Adolf Hitler. If his name had been Robert Dickfingers, <laughs> he would have become a famous painter. You really have made an oath to make this the dirtiest show we've ever done. If Ella like, Fitzgerald's name was Elephant, Elephant's Gerald, then she would have been P.T. Barnum. And if P.T. Barnum's name was T.P. Barnum, he just would have terrorized the neighborhood's trees. T.P. Barnum. Throwing toilet paper into the trees. See, I had to elaborate on that because in Utah they don't do that. No, the, sure the children they won't sure they throw. Do. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe some of you Satan-dwelling people do, but most people in Utah they don't throw toilet paper. What they do is they come over, they knock, and when people open the door, they say, "We were going to throw toilet paper into your trees, but instead we want to know if we can help you with any pruning." <laughs> and then they wait for an answer, and then they push a bag of shit into the person's face and light themselves on fire. <laughs> It's very confusing, and there have been a lot of burn victims because of this practice. But hey, that's Utah, you know? Racing on the salt flats. 
This brings me to Triple Banger Lightning on question two. Question, question two. two. Uh, you know, and I'm wondering, my son just received a Halloween card, both my sons, from my, uh, from my mother-in-law. She sends cards for every different occasion. She's a good woman. Yeah, I mean, a Halloween card, I didn't even know she they had those. She's a strong, good woman. She is. She's got a strong back. That's true. Fiscal legs. Fiscal. That should be the name of this podcast. Fiscal legs. That's Fiscal a couple legs. of legs you can really buy. So, and sometimes, sell. sometimes it's hard to uh, to name the podcast afterwards. This one is called Fiscal Legs. A retirement knees. She's got real four hundred one k ankles on her. My mother in law is a charming, lovely woman who sends cards for every occasion. I'm not. I don't. We don't need to. You know, start talking about how her legs are fiscal. Which, Old fiscal legs they used yeah, to call no, her in no, college. No, they didn't do they didn't do that at all. In any event, I was wondering IRA thighs. <laughs> I was wondering which of these cards, uh, and these are also real cards that are going to be you know have been sent out. Which one you'd most like to receive? I love that. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, you ready for this one? Ready, guys? Ready for this one? Let's give this one the uh, triple angle iron question two. Which which of these cards would you most like to? Receive because I know my kids will be getting these from their mother-in-law. The uh, first day of traffic school card. First day of traffic school? Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's a good card. I Usually, like that when card. things are funny, uh, people laugh. Not this group. <laughs> no, no, but I heard a this, lot of was quiet apologies, smile. and so I think you're doing really well. There was an inward smile. Uh, here's another one. Uh, the uh, <laughs> com- <laughs> completing your cycle of emoxicillin card. That's the front runner. That's a good one. That's, That's a good the front yeah. runner. I think yeah. you'd like to get that one, right? Uh, <laughs> passing your first urine test card. That's for, Boy, I've, yeah, yet, yeah. I've yet to receive one of those. Yeah, it's hard doing a urine test. Whenever I check. do a urine test, I get a, a condolences card. I, it, Is your a, dick dead? Because <laughs> Are you the guy they call Dick Finger? Maybe you should wash your hands before you pee in this bucket. Um, you know, if, you've got most, dicks, if you've got dicks for fingers, you don't need to wash your hands after you pee because you've just been holding your dick with other smaller dicks. If your urine test is conducted into a bucket, you've got a whole other set of problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But, uh, you know, a little tip here for... I did my first urine test uh, recently. And uh, I... Congratulations. Uh, little tip, thank you. Uh, here's a little tip. Don't, don't do your urine test off a, uh, off a balcony. Uh, <laughs> you put the cup at the bottom and you, and you just tried to hit it? Some of these jokes are really going to be hitting at home. But here are going to receive a small tittering I mean, giggle. It's just upsetting the amount of time. Followed by a full-on apology whispered under their breath. The head writer of this show is really going to be pissed off about this response. I was telling TJ before the show, there's uh, the head writer, because he said, do you think, can I do a couple bangers? I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna have to uh, kind of run it by the head writer. And, uh, you know, know and also we're going to have to send it through standards and practices and just see if it's clean enough. But, uh, but let me finish. I'm not, and not, we're going to get to your bangers in a second. A couple more. Don't touch uh, my dicks. This one, I just... <laughs> I just got, I just just trying to get he to your just nachos. Touched my dicks. Did you see that? I was trying to get he to your nachos. He just touched four of my dicks. <laughs> and that's what they're laughing at. Anyway, uh, 
So uh, this is actually a real day, too. Uh, a card commemorating Bath Safety Month. Uh, that's a real... There's really, <laughs> is that real? It is real. There is you a see real, how long it took me to get that? There is a real Bath Safety bath Month. Safety. Yeah, there is Bath Safety and Month. And what is, is that about... You know, because I would think that there should be shower safety because people will slip in the shower and hurt themselves, but I never heard of anybody slipping in the bath. And hurting themselves because you slipped in the bath, you just go a little further forward or backward. Yeah. Folks, you know you're getting old when you slip and you're already sitting down. Young people, take a break. Old people, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shower slippers, take a break. Bath slippers, you're just moving around in the bath. <laughs> Slippery when wet signs, you know what I'm talking about. Falling rocks, take a break. Um, yeah, so that's uh, those are a couple of my bangers. I've got two more good ones, but I don't want to waste them on this crowd. Do you have a few? <laughs> no, so no, 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 he's kidding, he's kidding. That was a transition I was into the bit that it was I a asked transition to do. into TJ Miller, ladies him. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, triple wing on question three. Question, question three. three. Uh, I'm writing these as I'm thinking of them. Um, okay, so I, I don't really, I've never done the triple banger. Lighting rounds, but I one time asked Kate or uh, Cash. No, I asked Kate, and she said I could ask Cash, and uh, and so then I asked. I said, "Could I give the triple banger lightning rounds a try?" And he said, "Yeah, you know, at some point in the future, if you're ever a guest again, then yeah, absolutely." And so I've got some triple banger lightning rounds that this I want to try. Are you yeah. guys, up you guys ready? Does that sound good? That yeah. Good? This is the kind of guy TJ is. You know, a, a few few weeks ago, I said, you know, I've run, I've. I've written about 600 triple bangers, and TJ said, uh, I'm kind of running out of ideas, and TJ said, let me step in and kind of take the helm, and so here's what we've got. Here we go. Okay. Triple banger, lay around, question A, A, A. I do them a little different. I letter them. Burnt toast, stroke flavored? <laughs> What do you that's think? Not, that, that's pretty good. What do you think? No, but that's what, pretty good. No, but you got to yeah, answer the banger. Straight flavored? Uh, you, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. See, I'm learning how to do these. Okay. Straight flavored. Yeah. Fly fishing. Who's eating all these flies? <laughs> you know, I wish you had been doing all the bangers all these years. No, but you, you got to answer them, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that the fish sometimes eat them. Uh, but not on the salt a lot, a lot of the my triple bangers are just me trying to figure things out. Yeah, the, not you know in the Salt Lake. Petroleum uh, is it ever not slippery? <laughs> Shower slippers, take a break. Bath slippers, you guys got to stop moving around in the bath. You're getting water all over the floor. <laughs> triple banger. No wait, I'm not but, done talking oh, sorry, about the flies. Uh, can you repeat that one? Because that's something really to fly be fly fishing. Who's eating all these flies? You got to say it like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the... Yeah, that's a big bite. That's what happens when you have the world's best nachos in your mouth. You, you your take country-sized bites. Nations of cheese. Look at the respect I gave the uh, world's best nachos. I gave them their own stool. They it's like, this stool. needs they're its sitting, own chair. It's actually, that awesome. They're sitting, they're sitting uh, podcast adjacent. Um, all right, uh, Triple Banger, lightning round, question C, question C, question C, question C. Clothing rack, naked closet? 
Yeah, actually, I think it's more of a. Oh no! Wait. Yeah. No. Let me finish. Let, I think it should it be again. a skeleton closet. Skeleton closet. Closet skeleton. Yeah, okay. Skeleton. Closet skeleton. Yeah. That's great. I, I was. You Thank know, you, I crowd. Said, people are like, yeah. <laughs> That was so That's nice what you get in Utah. Thing. You either get a giggle and an apology. No, that was so nice, guys. I think we're friends. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I what like you've that. said it's is true. true. Yeah. I uh, know you, you guys are a really good audience, but we're going to continue to viciously make fun of you. Folks, uh, folks, you know you have a small closet when it's a clothing rack. Yeah. And here's another one. Uh, when your closet's uh, a clothing rack, it's a tiny closet. I should have said clothing rack, <laughs> invisible closet. Right? Is it? No? Okay. You know what? As a crowd, rack. I find you to be disagreeable, aggressive. Clothing rack. Walk-in closet for tiny people. Clothing rack. For spiders. Clothing rack. Spiders. The clock, exhibitionist changing room. <laughs> That's you know somebody who wants to... Right? That worked. One guy back there. The, also, it, the applause breaks in Utah are individual. You're only yeah. going to be doing those one at a time, yeah. okay? Uh, you know that when, have you ever been shopping with me? You know when I shop, I don't, I've never been, I've never been inside a, uh, a dressing area. You don't try things I do on? It right at the rack. I don't have time to be looking for the little key, unlocks a little door, and I have to tell, show it to somebody. I take my clothes off right at the rack. Here's a question. Is it appropriate I, I, I if want, you're in the changing I, yeah. room and you need to go get a new size, can to you go the out there on? with your shoes off? Oh, absolutely, and you also you you would wear whatever you had on in there, like you wear the I thing did that, that you're with turning a pair of down. Shorts. These carhort, <laughs> that's carhorts. Carhorts. Those are the cohorts of Carhartt pants. <laughs> so these friends of Carhartt pants, uh, I actually wore these with no shoes to get a pair of Carhartt shorts, and I felt I was embarrassed. I felt weird not wearing shoes in a store. Is that what do you think about that? Yeah, you shouldn't feel weird about that at all. I mean, what if, what if your feet are around, wrapped again, I'm in taking my, loaf. I'm taking my shirt off at the store and just putting on another shirt. I've tried on pants uh, right in the aisle way. Uh, I once got naked putting on a tool belt at Home Depot. <laughs> I mean, like, I will go all the way with this because I don't have time. It takes too long to see if it's going to work. The hard part about shopping, it's like a scavenger hunt, but the... But, but it's endless, the amount of space. If you go to like a Macy's or a big giant store, you don't have time, so you have to just start throwing things on, throwing them all over the store. April doesn't come with me anymore. Well, certainly not to the Home Depot. <laughs> did you end up buying that belt? <laughs> yes, I, I did. got totally naked testing a drill in a Home Depot. <laughs> I got naked at a Best Buy trying to figure out how to unlock a Samsung. <laughs> Television. Ah! What if I did that? What if I did that after jokes? After every Triple joke. banger, lightning round, question D, question D. Castrated quizzical men, dickless wonder? Okay, and we're going to move it on. Question, question R, question R. Lonely we blowjobs. Lonely blowjobs. Possible? What do you think? Imminent. <laughs> After this podcast. Cataracts. Feline clothing racks? I'm just trying to yeah. feel out if I got this right, these triple yeah, banger lightning rounds. I think, round. I mean, that's... The... Asshole gumbo. A bunch of jerks in Louisiana? 
Band Camp Musical Virgin Coalition. <laughs> Repairing Religion. Oh, that's Tabernacle Spackle. <laughs> Writing Home. Something to write home about. How about I a hand for these bangers? Home. Come on, these are bangers. Is. Let's just do. Let's talk about that one because the only, the last one. Where I Where have you was, been for the last six years? I've fallen. I've fallen, and I don't want to get up. Avoiding embarrassment in front of EMTs. <laughs> I think it's EMTs. But let's be honest: Is writing home something to write home about? Because I find that when people receive snail mail in general or receive an actual letter. They really love it. It really feels special. It's exciting. It means Mm -hmm. a thousand times more than an email. So to me, writing home is is something to write home about. Yeah. And And that's confusing because the only letter my parents have ever received is about how nice it is to write home. (laughs) And I've never written them again. How often do you write home? I just wrote that single letter. (laughs) I haven't really found anything to write home about. Since writing home about writing home. Yeah, they say it's nothing to write home about. Right. But why don't they ever say that's something, something to write that's home about? That's something to write home about. And I think writing home really, if you is write something home, to write home about. Yeah, we can call too. We can call and tell them. For years, I didn't think that it was riding home about. And I was like, something has to be really great to buy a horse and make your way back to Denver. You know? That's a long ride. That <laughs> is. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move it along to where were you? Yeah, where were you? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, and we're just gonna get that that uh, where were you music here. Where were you? Tabernacle, can you help me? Where were you? There, oh, when you wow. weren't wherever you are now. Where were you? That's where good. Were you? We're always, and just a little note to tech, we're always going to want you to wait between 20 and 45 seconds after the announcement of a sound cue to play the sound cue. That way, nothing works. Okay. Where were you? Where were you, buddy? I went to the farmer's market here in Salt Lake City. And I've mentioned this before. Let me just interrupt quickly. And it was something to write home about. No, let me. It really was. Nobody's it's the ever best farmers market I've been to. Yeah, but months. that's the thing. Nobody ever criticizes the farmers market. No one's ever like that was a shit farmers market. Everybody, no matter what, in the history of civilization, has been like, they got a great farmers market, and it's bullshit. It means nothing anymore. So can you explain to me why this one was better than the others? Because well, first not, of all, okay. there was a boutique artisan stationery to write home about the farmers market. So they had that. Then second, CJ and I were walking around. And it really, he said, this is Miller's Market. Because as soon as we started walking, there was a bitters, like an artisan bitters place. And I love bitters. I love bitters and soda. I think it's a really funny thing to order at a bar. Because it's a digestif. It's not soda water. So I bought some bitters from Bitters Lab. And it doesn't have any alcohol in it. It has like 0.001% bitters. And so one day I want to see if I can get drunk from bitters. Without sort of urinating to death beforehand, um, but so there's a bitters, and then we walk a little further, and I look over to the left, and there was a uh, artisan soap place, and I love soap. I think soap is really really fun to buy, 
kind of you know soap because we and to we slip t- on to we, slip on in the shower. Yeah, I only I only I take baths because of the slippage. And but I like buying kind of you know good soap and traveling around with it because the soap in hotels is always too small. And it, you're right, it does. It slips out of your hands. And then you you know you don't want to bend over and grab it because I always invite three or four men to share the water in the shower with me just to save water and uh, so I like I like those big kind of bars of soap they make so we had some of that then I was telling CJ how much I like kombucha on draft that's a newer thing that I get really excited about and yeah one person yeah and that guy is the only one in here really giving it his all and uh, and I want to thank you for coming sir. Um, I was talking about that and then we walk this place kom- kombucha crew and these two kombucha guys they, they you know so they were like oh bro and we we should have called them kombucha we kept calling them kombucha bros to their face because these two guys were the broiest guys they're like bro bro are you the dude from oh bro oh dude Dude, I, this day fucking sucked until you showed up, bro. I like hated today. Now I love it, bro. Are you gonna try some kombucha? Let me throw some kombucha at you, dude. And I was like, which one should I try? He's like, bro, try all of them, man. We'll give you a sample of each one, bro. Get into it, bro. Kombucha. Get into the kombucha, bro. And I, we, it was, it was. Did he really say kombucha? Yeah, yeah. He said kombucha. Like and for bucha. him, that was kapich. Kombucha. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, they were so brilliant. They're like, dude, dude. This is totally awesome. One of them was like, oh, man, yeah, Park City's got uh, uh, Park Silly on Sundays. It's great, man. I grew up there, bro. It's awesome up there. I was like, oh, my God. Like, somewhere his way too wealthy father is like, yeah, I guess. Anyway, he said that this kombucha on draft thing is really going to take off. And, uh, you know, he said that he, he's got a celebrity endorsement from the guy who voiced the main character of the Emoji movies. So... So it seems like things are going really well for him. Just a sad father, uh, as I like to refer to those guys. And so, so I had some kombucha, and they gave me some kombucha. Uh, and I actually, I have, I have some kombucha. Yeah, actually, can you, if you were able to, in next to the sour cream in the uh, refrigerator in the back is a little bottle of kombucha. If you could bring that out here, I'll, I'll taste it and describe it to the listeners at home, which will be a terrible waste of their time. So I had, I had some of the kombucha, and I thought, okay, this is delicious. Then we were walking a little further, and I was saying, you know, I'd really like to um, buy a present for some of these. Kate has these friends that have created other human beings using their bodies and fluid from another person's body that they're in a long-term committed relationship with. Oh, so they with. actually create, uh, like, other life forms? It's a it's another human that starts like off monkeys? very small. Like sea monkeys? Kind of, yeah, because it starts out small and then it slowly grows to a full-size human and then it has its own... It's autonomous. Well, how would they do that? How would they get the one, like... Uh, the, the, they have to like put a, some of the like fluid from one of the people like into... A, is it like a seed? A or pocket. A pocket. You, you put the fluid into the pocket. Into the pocket? You spackle that tabernacle. You spackle up the, the tabernacle. In, uh-huh. in, the, in the chunder bucket. Yeah. So you fill a chunder bucket full of tabernacle spackle. I thought the, ta- the chunder bucket was on the back side. Do they use the chunder bucket? Is that what that is? I don't know. <laughs> But you just assumed it? I just assumed that. In any event, they, 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 so they... We have another round of applause for everybody working this afternoon. So wait, can you, now, how do they, how long does it take for the, uh, like, like, for the thing to grow? How does that work? I guess between nine months and two and a half years. But the ones that are in for two and a half years come out very large. 
And what do they look like? Do they look... Uh, they look like, like smaller versions of humans. Like tiny people, almost? Well, they have faces that look like a human's face, but it's much smaller. Uh-huh. And then they have legs and arms that some men use to describe their genitalia. <laughs> if you hear me, father and son, just give a hug. Give each other a hug. Let's go so, back to the pocket. How does the... How does the seed get into the pocket? How does well, that work? Well, it's a fluid. Okay. So, and once that's... How do you combine those like that? Oh, I think there's, there's some sort of wiggling in the dark. And... Oh, so and they, they wiggle around. Okay. They, they wiggle around. Okay. And... Or they can do it at Home Depot if they're trying on a tool belt. <laughs> tool belts. And, and Home Depot's open 24 hours because, you know, at 3 in the morning, you might want to you know, wake up. You're oh, like, I need a compound miter that's saw. That's a great idea for another. Um, I need it right now. I'm going to so, pretend that I wrote this down. Yeah. Uh, why is nothing 24 hours a day, six days a week? Mm, yeah. Right? I mean, if you're open that much, you should well, take a day off. Well, but ch- everything yeah. is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 360. Like, yeah. why isn't it? We're open 24 hours a day, six days a week, three weeks a month, two months a year. 143 days a year. That's true. That's, that, that was so true, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Just giggle, apologize, and then and have that on. guy go, woo. Um, okay, so then we're there, and I'm saying we should get these gifts for these tiny little these, these people, creatures these. that they that they create. And what you know, one they of receive the, gifts. What are the adults? Yeah, yeah you got to give them gifts yeah. and tolerate them. You know, they can't they can't hardly talk in the beginning, and then if you talk to them for the first couple of years that they're growing, they don't know what the hell to say. I, I was talking to one that has been around for I guess three years or something. And I go, what do you think about this global warming crisis making, by the time it's 2030, making so many places inhabitable that it'll be a worldwide crisis? And he could—he was talking about chickens and the noises they were making. And finally, I turned to him and said, are you fucking making fun of me? Because I'm trying to talk to you about a global warming crisis that is looming merely, you know, 11 years from now, 12 years from now. And he was like, that's a cow. And he was like pointing to some book. And I'm like... You know, if you don't want to fucking talk about it, don't talk about it. And then the adult comes over, the friend of Kate's, comes over and says, don't talk to to that thing like that. That little person. That and thing, yeah. I'm going, don't tell me how to talk to this fucking... First of all, he's two feet tall. I can talk to him however the fuck I want. He's not going to punch me or anything. And second of all, the cow doesn't go quack, quack, you dumb piece of shit. The fucking cow goes moo and the chicken goes... Or the duck actually... To be honest, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've mostly been studying about global warming crises. So then I look over and there was this thing that said Vinyl Delicious and they had vinyl baby bibs. So I bought three baby bibs. They were three for $30. And I bought them for... Kate's friend has... A, there's one of those little things in Amsterdam. She's got another friend that lives in Alabama. And she's got one of those little creatures. And then uh, Pete Holmes, our mutual friend Pete yeah, Holmes, yeah. Um, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get excited about the fact that he exists. <laughs> and, uh, and he just recently had a really small yeah. one. And that, those really small ones, they can't even talk or walk. or If you leave them alone for a day or two, they die. <laughs> so I told him, you better watch after that thing. And he said, yeah, of course I'm going to. And I was like, don't. Just- 
yeah. patronize me. Just you know, so you I'm guys just trying know. to help you not have one of these things die. Well, just 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 so you know, uh, TJ is my second son's uh, godfather, and uh, that's I'm true. I'm starting to really and I've uh, seen wonder, him a total of really, two and a half times. I'm starting to wonder if that because one time when I hung out with him, I kept my left eye closed. So I only saw him half of the time. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if it was really that good of an idea. And uh, I think it was. You always did it as sort of. I've got the fiscal. I've got the fiscal legs to fall back on. Um, I thought it was a very shrewd decision on your part. But uh, I gave. You know, I I gave a great Godfather gift. Yeah, your first gift was was pretty pretty momentous. It was a uh, giant duffel bag filled with weed. Uh, and. And some brass knuckles. And brass knuckles and a butterfly knife. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. No, he, he cherishes all and three of those. I offered to christen him. I brought my own bucket of salt water. I had to put all three of your gifts uh, under uh, lock and key. Uh, and, uh, you know, just to make sure. He, when he becomes 18, he's going to get all three I of them. I said keep that marijuana and as sort of a backup plan for him to get into college. <laughs> And uh, Cash actually did that, and all the marijuana went bad. So that was a weird. Yeah, yeah. That's that true. went south. I yeah, think. that did. Is go that south. what that expression is for? That went south. How come nothing ever goes southwest if it went a little bit better than completely south? <laughs> yeah, it went southwest. It wasn't too bad. It went southwest. You're free to move around. Ding. Remember that? You old really want to confuse people? It went northeast. That's if you really want to confuse people. So you say, you know, things are really looking up and a little bit east. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I bought, I bought these bibs, right? And then we're walking, and then it started to get bad, okay? Because I don't, I don't really buy a lot of things because I have a father that sort of really condemns the idea of buying gifts or mementos from places. He'll actually actively make you feel bad about that decision. And then I have a mother who can't stop buying gifts for other people, for herself, for her children that are hers, for other people's creatures. And so I kind of, I'm in the middle of those two people. And I, uh, so, I, but I went, I, this was everything that I love in life. And so then the next place that I went to, it was like a craft, like woodworking thing that was, and, and all the stuff was so expensive, but I, so I spent a bunch of money on, on something there. And then I walked a little further and there was a guy making rings out of silverware. Well, you know, I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. So I picked out, yes. So I picked out a Campbell's kid spoon and he made a ring out of it and that's kind of an ode to Andy Warhol you know kind of a deep cut there and actually CJ said to me he's like you're going a little overboard he said to me step away from the spoons and we finally stopped when we got to a salt rub and um, barbecue sauce place we decided we just couldn't we couldn't do that I didn't want to spend money there but it was awkward because it was the only black individual that I had seen in Utah and then it was the only person I didn't buy from, and I couldn't figure out how that wouldn't appear to be racist, even though it didn't have anything to do with ethnicity in any way, shape, or form. But it's a very white place, Utah. And there's a lot of children in ties. I don't like either of those things. Yeah, I don't think children should, should, should wear ties. I bought, I went to the dessert books. Have you been there? Dessert book? 
And so he goes, it's pronounced Desiree. I was like, oh yeah, no, trust me. I walked into Zerb Books expecting it to be very different. <laughs> it is a uh, LDS Mormon bookshop, but they sell uh, boys' ties and toddler ties for the children that go to the temple that no one's allowed into without a key card. That's very holy. Doesn't that seem godlike? You remember in the Bible where it says, thou shalt not get into the temple without a key card? And it's restricted access for those who do not have ties around their two-year-olds. So I bought young boys' ties, and it was the most awkward checkout experience I've ever had. Three young boys' ties and a toddler tie, because I dress in a suit and wear a tie when I perform. I thought it was going to be funny, and she just, she was looking, she actively looked around to see if I had any children, sighed to herself, and just checked me out, because money is above all things. Um, and then, so I, so I, I got this right, and then we walked, and we didn't. Get, so I, I went all across there. Then we went in to get some food, and it was yeah, it's all these fish, incredible coffee food trucks. And this guy was selling Italian sausage and chicken, and he was saying three sausage make a pound, three sausage make a pound, and we didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. So we ordered from him, and we ate that stuff. And then this woman had little shooter cups full of. Uh, Haitian food so it was like pork and coleslaw and you just shoot it that's so weird to just take shots of beef and pork but we were doing it anyway and then I went to the raclette machine yeah do you like that and then there's a wood fired pizza place that everybody was talking about and I didn't go there it looked like dog shit Uh, so I didn't want to do that but uh, so CJ went there though and he asked if he could have a water, and they said, we don't have any water, and they're working so hard in there because it's so popular. And he said, well, there's a whole case of water right there behind you. Can I just buy one of those for a dollar? And the guy stops for a second and looks at him and goes, that's for us. And then he goes back to work. <laughs> it's like, that's such a popular place that they're just like, we, we got to have water in here. Don't sell any of the water. And, uh, and, and, and so we didn't eat the pizza, obviously. We were really... But so I went to the raclette machine and I said, "Do you have any raclette that doesn't have potatoes?" And they said, "Oh yeah, we got a raclette, the keto raclette or something." And um, so as we were getting that, and and I, I people were recognizing me in the farmers market, so I was taking pictures with people and saying hello. Some of the people had seen the show and they were really nice about that. And we talked to two people for a really long time. Sometimes if I'm interested in talking with someone, I'll talk to them for longer than they want to talk to me. <laughs> So it'll start out with them kind of being like, I don't want to take your time. And then I take more of their time than they want to give me. Like as they try and be like, well, uh, have a good show tonight. I'll be like, I absolutely will. I hope it goes as well as last night. And did you have the world famous nachos last night? Were you able to have those? Because few of my friends that live in Australia uh, are no longer my friends because I found out that they live in Australia. But some people in New Zealand know about it. And uh, so as I'm sitting there, I do this thing. People will say, don't I know you from somewhere? And I'll say, yeah, we went to high school together. And it's really embarrassing that you don't remember because I sat behind you in biology the entire time that you were there. And uh, so I'll say that joke. Uh, you know, I have a couple other sort of stock lines. But I was getting raclette from the raclette machine. I was talking to this woman uh, who was so awesome. She might come to the show tonight. And um, then this woman who's next to me who worked another food truck or something goes... This is all, everything's leading up to the story about where I was. So I was in front of the raclette machine, and this woman goes, do I know you from somewhere? And I was just in mid-conversation, so I said, no, no, you don't. 
I kind of looked at her and said, I know you don't. And then I went back to the conversation. She said, you didn't even look at my fucking face. And I was like, what? And she goes, you didn't even fucking look at my face. How do you know if you don't know me? How do you know if you know me if you didn't look at my fucking face? And I just turned to her and I was like, because you've seen me from one of the screens, so you know me from my art, which the, the, second, the second I said that, I felt like a douchebag, okay? <laughs> but I said, so you know me from my art, I, you've seen something that I've done and I've worked my whole life to make you happy and you just told me you didn't even look at my fucking face. So don't, and she's like, well, next time look at my fucking face. And I was like, don't watch any of my shit ever again. And then she was like, well, I'm just saying. And I was like, you know what? This can be over now. Like this interaction that's happening. This can end right now. And she was like, and I was like, why would, that is so mean and so weird and so aggressive. And I didn't do it because I I could feel in the back of my head, Kate being like, don't TJ, why did you do that? But if somebody says to you, you didn't even look at my fucking face, and I'm a comedian, and the type of comedian that I am, who talks about avocados, fucking older avocados for a living, okay? How can I, you expect me not to be like, you didn't even look at my fucking face? Well, there's a reason a lot of people don't look at it. Because it's terrible looking. It's horrifying, and it's also the reason that sometimes in the morning, before you leave for work, you kind of sigh heavily when you're looking in the mirror, because you're like, this could have gone better when I had a smaller face. Do you understand that, okay? But I didn't say that. And then I went to the coffee truck and this girl goes, do I know you from somewhere? And I said, I'm from high school. <laughs> I told you about that earlier. And I said, I, from high school, and we, uh, I sat behind you in AP Bio. Do you remember? And she goes, I didn't take AP Bio, which is hilarious that that's the reason that this wasn't lining up. But then she looked at me and she goes, plus you're like a lot older than me. But here's what's interesting. I don't care about that because I think age like time is relative and a lot of the work that I do is within the scope of time theory. Also, agriculture making human happiness so difficult to achieve. But we'll talk about that once you see a show. And uh, so she said, but you're like a lot older than me. And I said, how old are you? And she said, 21. And I said, oh, so you're not even worth talking to. And then I walked away and her face, she didn't know what the fuck to do. She couldn't believe it. And what is sad is she knew that it was true. Because if you're 21, you just sort of have student loan debt and you don't know anything and you don't understand what work is and the value of a dollar and you have these uh, mo- this moral compass that was force-fed to you and is completely off the mark. So she kind of didn't know what to... She, I could see in her eyes that she was like, it's true. <laughs> There's no reason to talk to me. So that's where I was. Cool. I, uh, and all that happened at the uh, farmer's market, is that correct? You better believe it. Wow. I, uh, I got to tell you, that's the... Uh, that's, that's not words of joke. Looks like it's got some kick to it. I uh, that farmers market that 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 sounds like one of the best farmers markets uh, you it could go like to. It felt like it was tailor made. I loved yeah. it so much. You know when people say mean things. At the to end me, of the though, show, oh, okay. you see, I got this for cash. 
Don't look at it! Pretty exciting. So you guys are going to see that at the end of the show, unless I forget to bring it out. And then I'll be really upset with myself, and it will affect both of my shows tonight. Do you guys actually know what it what it is? What's on the other side of that stick? Did you? Is there something on there? Okay. I'm just curious if this is all... A big, cruel... Several people answered with woos. Game. Yeah, just on the back of this wooden stick. Those of you at home or listening from the car or sort of having your head very, very close to someone who's listening to it on earphones, um, there's a wooden stick that the guy gave me because what I purchased was so expensive and he had burnt in what the object was that I bought as a gift for cash to celebrate all six years of our time doing the podcast and how much he's put into it and how many times I, he's allowed a, me to be on the well, show. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Can I can I make a prediction for what it might be? Could it be a, a toddler tie uh, <laughs> for me to wear? Do you know that I thought of getting you one, but then I was like, there is a world where I give it to him, and he's like, oh, thank you, that's really funny, and in the back of his mind, he's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> You piece of shit. You think I have a tiny body and head? So you bought me a fucking tie to laugh at me, you son of a bitch. But he's a nice guy, so he would have been like, that's great. That's really funny. I like that. Yeah. So I didn't get it for you. Okay. Okay. Well, I got you a a tiny pair of boys' underwear. (laughs) That would be really bad if I started buying that in in Utah. Got you a restraining order from Home Depot. Yeah, I got you a tiny tool belt. From Home Depot for you to... I've been doing something new, and I, I learned this in Cleveland, where if someone says something mean to you, like these discussions you had, uh, to calm myself down, it also works too. I start writing in my phone. I'm, like, I'm writing this down. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. T- yes, and then yeah. They, and then they say, why are you writing it down? And I say, I just want to get your phrasing perfectly so I can laugh about this with my friends later. Yeah, which is, that's and a great way it to helps do it. To, it helps to like, and it's actually the truth, it helps to laugh about it with your friends later, and it also calms you down so you're not going to say something... Too vicious. Yeah, because the way people don't understand is when they say things to us that are like mean or something, is we've spent our whole life dealing with hecklers. Thousands of people have yelled mean things to me, and I have verbally eviscerated them. I've had people leave crying, not just women. Like, I've made men start to cry, and they left because they didn't want to cry in public. Um, but you know we the the Utah hecklers are really weird. There's a woman right over here, who I said, "Were you at the show?" Okay, so there is a, a woman, and I said, "I'm not drinking right now. I'm on the water wagon, so I'm not drinking or smoking." And I swear to God, she didn't say anything. She just went like this. <laughs> she has flipped me the bird, and I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Fuck you." And then I said it in another show, and somebody went, boo! And I was like, you'd be the worst father ever. <laughs> Dad, I went to a party, and they were all doing opioids. Oh, did you do any? No. Pussy. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So it's uh, weird hecklers here. But there was a guy at the farmer's market. I said, it's really cool here. You guys are really cool. And he goes, well, it's because the LDS is so extreme here that the counterculture is equally extreme. So he's like, it's really, and that was amazing. I'd never heard a phrase like that, but that's absolutely true. It's because the Mormons and the LDS are so extreme, and I respect that, and they, you got to have a key card to get in the temple. I wasn't able to get in. I waited for somebody to go in. I tried to sneak in behind him, and I was mercilessly flogged and almost killed. But um, no, I mean, they're very extreme, so the counterculture has gotten really, really extreme. And then at the end of telling me that, the guy goes, that's why I keep bees. 
And I said, bees? Like, question mark. Bees? That's why I keep bees? If you don't listen to the show, that was one of the most historic uh, triple bangers. <laughs> That's why I keep bees, man. <laughs> Have another kombucha, bro. <laughs> let's move it along to the, uh, let's go to the practical living in a modern age. Could we do that one? We haven't done that one in a while. Yeah, practical living in a modern age. So let's move it along. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. You ever do that move when you're about to jump in the pool? <laughs> Those of you listening at home, you're fucked on that one, aren't you? <laughs> well, I send you out, ain't getting uh, a piece of that giggle! That's Utah only, motherfucker! <laughs> We've, we've talked about uh, the best way to... Have you ever danced with the devil under the uh, very strong, bright, luminescent moonlight? How come people never say that? It's always, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? It's never the strong, bright, luminescent moonlight. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm having a hard time keeping control of things today. Anyway, uh, so... The encore, with music, the encore. You've heard my perspective. I think you should always yell out, three more songs. Three more songs. And that's because you don't like individual encores, right? Yeah, I think it's ridiculous to have them go back and forth. And also, I think it's funny to... Helps them get their steps in on their Fitbit. It's also kind of aggressive to not just ask for one more, but to show your love by asking for three more songs. So you just yell out, three more songs! And uh, I got a whole bar chanting that. Actually, it was Steve Maison's idea. I give him credit for it. But he got the whole bar chanting that. And eventually they came on, uh, came back, and they played... Uh, they did three more. Uh, no, they just did one. But, uh, <laughs> but in any event... That's a really passive-aggressive encore. Yeah. But I've, I've watched some bands, and I think there should be... If there's going to be an encore, I think there should be an off-core. I think Hold. people should be able to chant... One last song. Yeah, yeah, end early. You should be able to, yeah. End early. <laughs> I was going to say, practical living for the modern age, if you're a musician and you want an encore, but you usually get it, just do one song and then leave, and then they're going to be like, you're, that's it? More. And you're like, an encore. Yes, yes, I'll play. And then you play the rest of the show. <laughs> hey, um, the longest encore in the world, but the show is only one song long. <laughs> Uh, another thing that's Who's drunkest? Raise your hand. You know, we only have a... Ah, of course he is! Can I, can I buy that? What, what are you drinking? Beer. Beer? Okay, no particular brand. Just a genre of alcohol. What is it? Lagunitas. Can you buy him a Lagunitas and a... a do you drink whiskey? And a tiny little thing of whiskey. Just a thimble. I don't know why I said tiny thing. A shot. And a, what, what do they call the small glasses, the tiny ones? The ones that you give the children and it looks like a pint glass? Those little humans, I give them, pint, I give them shot glasses, fill it with beer, and I go, hey, look at him, he's got a pint of beer! And I take pictures and I post it and I've lost friends. Uh, one more practical living in the modern age. We have crickets living in our uh, garage, and uh, I enjoy the sound of crickets. Does everyone? Does oh, anyone... you can tell that from your act. Ah! Ah! 
Okay, I'm going to edit out that part. And uh, <laughs> I'm not able to do the next two shows. <laughs> so, uh, ah! world famous. All right, so we'll ah! let's finish up with masters. Ah! Uh, what about that's my version of falsetto? It's the screaming. Yeah, you think you think that's how? It, yeah, is that how it feels to you? Is the enraged scream, the fearful scream? There's the falsetto, and there's in an the- inefficient, like eighty-five percent of superheroes. This is masters. Oh, it's perfect because. It, it's he started the wrong one and it said the inefficient like eight and it's like he was doing a tech cue that described how inefficient it is to have tech here but don't you think we should do tweedalize no I don't, I don't think so I think we're because because we already you know we already did a little singing well I guess we could it's a tweet it's a little we could do tweedalize yeah it's uh we just we only have a few minutes but we could you know three it's really, more tweets until they Three think of a better tweets. name for it. Three this more tweets. is Tweetalize. Three more tweets. Three more tweets. Of course, there, there is a lot of uh, different you know, ways people refer to Tweetalize. It's sort of a working title. Oh, shit. I, I'm not joking. I forgot that this was the falsetto part. Um, God you know, damn some it. people refer to it as Tweet. Uh, the people that like the scorpions what they, else did I think it was people like the scorpions they refer to it as still tweeting you I'm still tweeting you Michael Jackson one less falsetto one less falsetto uh, you know Michael Jackson fans. Tweet hard, tweet hard. No one wants to be retweeted. Tweet it, just tweet it. And then some people that are afraid and uh, screaming refer to it as. Instead of falsetto, that's the false screamo. Some people do that in the car when they... Now, the thing is, I don't think I've been tweeting out that much recently. That's why you may have to kind of dig in to find the, the oh, real I'm classics. Digging. The real chestnuts, as we call them, the classics. My uh, Twitter account is at Cash Levy, by the way. And just reach out and tweet something mean-spirited, and I'll ignore it. And Because uh, that's how Twitter works. Cash you just have to take oh, a deep breath and no not... No one's on Twitter anymore. Yeah, it's so weird. It. Yeah. I've been doing polls lately. Like, uh, which deli meat would be the most comfortable to wear in your shoes? And you know what one? Pimento ham. Isn't that weird? That enough people all agreed that it's pimento ham. I love those fucking Twitter polls. Nobody uses them. It's so insane that you can ask thousands of people. Anyway, Cash uh, tweeted, my eight-year-old. Tweet hat! <laughs> if Tweet hat! My the tweet eight- is on. Okay, go on, go on. The tweet is on. My eight-year-old, if the Dodgers win the World Series, will have to leave the country for at least three months until things settle down. Yes, that's my, 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 my eight-year-old said that. 
So that's not so, my yeah. godson, so yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. You wrote, just bought beautiful bitters from bodacious babes. Hashtag bitter slab. Yeah, bitter slab. And I actually asked because the I think climate B's we're in, I said, in I said, you know, I'll put bodacious women because I don't want to refer to you as babes. And I they like said, this one. Hold on. They said, uh, no, 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 it doesn't bother us. That, uh, that's totally fine. So I asked first if I could call them this babes. Is- and they looked at me like a fucking pussy. <laughs> and they were like, dude, what are you talking about? Get that California uh, shit out of here. We're this in Utah. Is my, this is my favorite All one. babes are bodacious in Utah. This is my favorite one. TJ wrote uh, nine hours ago, he wrote, fuck honey mustard. And honestly, and I agree fuck with that honey one. mustard. You know why? You know you why? Agree? Yeah, I agree. I'll tell you why. Because no one seems to care about the honey to mustard ratio. And I think it's gotten a little out of control, don't you think? It's a lot more mustard than honey, and it pisses me off. No, but I, I think it should have just the tiniest bit of honey, and it never does. And so I, I'm sort of the opposite of that, but I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Why Why do you mustard? What, who is like, you know what, I, I love this mustard, but I wish it tasted more like honey. When you think of it in terms of that, that's insane. That would be like somebody being like, I love this barbecue sauce, but if only it had the air of chocolate in it. Like, it just doesn't belong together. Mustard is supposed to be served, and it's my favorite condiment, so... And you're angry with it. You're estranged. We gotta do maskers. We gotta do maskers, because we only got a few minutes left, and I want to make sure we get people's questions. I've been doing my own stunts since I was seven. Just saying. My question is, who was doing your stunts from one to seven? Just another little human that you hired that was slightly larger than you? <laughs> okay, we got to do the maskers now. I'm dying to do you it. You don't tweet at all. I, I'm going to be tweeting more. I downloaded this. the Yogurt Land app. That's the type of summer I've had. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. All right, that's a good one to end with. All right, yeah. maskers, maskers, thank you. We just have a few more minutes with you. We just want to make sure we do some live maskers. It's been uh, so fun. You guys have been so great. Thank Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. This is maskers. Um, This is one um, that I like by Thin Richmond. Uh, Would you rather have a hand made of ham or an armpit that dispenses sunscreen? (laughs) Oh, my God. An armpit that dispenses sunscreen. These are the people that listen to the show. People that wonder about such things. A hand made of ham? A hand made of ham or an armpit that dispenses sunscreen. How, how is a hand made of ham a positive thing? And who doesn't want to be able to get to the beach and be like, I forgot my son. Never mind. I brought my armpits. Never leave your armpits at home if they dispense sunscreen and you're headed to the beach. Did you That's re- a bumper sticker Honey? I tried to sell online from 2006 to 2008, and we sold none of them. <laughs> I got a stockpile of 200,000 <laughs> somewhere did in you a remember, well in Utah. Did you remember your armpits? We're going to the beach. Now, the um, question is, does each armpit dispense a different SPF? Uh, and then and your elbow, <laughs> your elbows dispense tanning lotion. And your, those knee joints in the back, they got sunblock. <laughs> old sunscreen, old sun protection joints. That's what they used to call them in college. That's what they did. They did do that. They threw them in the chunder bucket. 
<laughs> Which he, with Cash, thinks is the hole out back. <laughs> Has anyone ever referred to an anus like that? And I'm speaking directly to the fathers and sons who bond over the show. Has anyone referred to their anus as the hole out back? The old, the old chunder bucket, as they call it. I think I think chunder bucket sounds like the, uh, you know, the the, the, the hole out back. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some live maskers. Anybody have any? Anybody have a question? Remember masks? Yes. This is ask the masters, and it's not about masks. Go ahead. I, I was wondering since it's Halloween coming up. Halloween. I'm. Hold I'm on. Dress up. What? It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find like a Nancy Grace type of mask. What? You've, you've stumped me, sir. Here's why. Does my hate for Nancy Grace outweigh my anger when people ask about masks during maskers? The answer is yes, it does. What you're going to want to do is find a dead bulldog and smear shit all over its face. Then you're going to want to chain that to your head and smash your face against the back of a garbage truck for half an hour. Then have a feral wolf piss into the dog's mouth. And, uh, and then you're going to want to just put on a frock or something like that. And then you're going to want to walk around inspiring fear for no reason into people's lives. Like the time that I turned on her program and underneath it it said, Senior citizens getting raped! Exclamation mark. <laughs> Just FYI, says Nancy Grace. All right, do we have any other ones? She is such a fucking death I trap. Know, I, I said to her at the start she of the show. She is a chunder bucket of fuck whistles that nobody gives a whistle about. <laughs> when we did this, when we started... She this. should be impaled by a giant statue of my dick fingers. <laughs> All right, so uh, who's next? Anybody else? What do, you call, uh, what do you call Nancy Grace after a steamroller went over and then another steamroller went over that steamroller? An improvement. <laughs> what do you call Nancy Grace when she implodes and there's none, no trace left of her? A God-given miracle. <laughs> what do you call it when Nancy Grace's face is replaced with the face of a dead bulldog? No change. <laughs> No difference at all. It's so if I had three wishes from a genie, the first wish would be that Nancy Grace spends the rest of her life just behind the hole in the back, out in the back, of a, a man who has a, a absolutely just yogurt diet. And he just continuously has flatulence into her face. The second wish is that that eternity extended into another eternity, however that could happen. And the last wish would be to have 12 other hateful Nancy Grace-related wishes, each of which would be about... Each of which would be about more ways to punish Nancy Grace for inspiring fear. And she's a fear-monger. She's bad, she's bad for society. Have I made myself clear about Nancy Grace? All right, last one. last one. Last one. What do you got, sir? Um, so during the act of... I would shove a whole duck down her mouth to have it quack her to death. Do you understand? Not make her eat the duck. Get the duck down right. far enough. Or a frog. And then as, as she's suffocating yeah. to death, say, yeah. do you have a frog in your throat, Nancy? Hmm. Cat got your tongue? And then I'd have a cat bite her fuck. No, I'd cut her tongue off and give it to a cat. 
and be like, cat got your tongue? You have a frog in your throat? Okay, here we go. Here we go. I dunk her head in the chunder bucket. Uh, this takes us back to the catchphrases. If you put a handle on each, you'd have to put a handle on each of those people, right, to make them a ladle. And they'd have to keep their mouth the people open. People already are uh, ladles. You don't need to put handles on them. Why not? Because our arms and legs are the, are the handles. And our mouth, that's the ladle part. I don't know that I agree with that. <laughs> a human upside We're also, down. we discovered this last episode, you'll hear it, we're all boomerangs also. Just not very good ones. Yeah, everything is a boomerang. It just depends on how good it is. Like, this is a boomerang, but a very bad one. Watch. Yeah, it didn't We're come still back. waiting. Didn't come back. Guys, we got to get out of here. No, we so that's to, a per- that was the perfect mask. Okay. I appreciate so much that you said that, because now I would like to present Cash with the gift that I got for him at the Salt Lake City Utah Farmers I really don't market. know what to expect, yeah. It's it's this. Just it's a stick. It's yeah. a, this is a it's a boomerang. Hey guys, and while he's getting this gift, thank you so yeah, much for. We've been doing we've been doing this podcast for almost six years. Yeah. And I would say, well, you've had me on your podcast for almost six years. Yeah. And I would say two of those years have been the best years of my life. <laughs> two of them have been pretty neutral years. <laughs> One of them was the worst year of my entire life. And one of them was a year that I contemplated killing Nancy Grace with several different animals. So I wanted to buy this for you. I saw it, and it was just the absolute perfect thing. And in a way, this is from every single one of you that came today, because this was such an expensive gift that I'm using all of the money that I'm going to make today that you guys paid to pay for this gift. So this is not only a gift from me, well, Cash. I feel bad I this didn't is bring a gift from the 12 and a half that showed up. Oh, thank you. And I think in spirit, it's a gift from the 12 and a half listening. Cash Levy, I now present you with an original work of art. A wood ladle. <laughs> with a ladle holder that is a slightly worse ladle. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm gonna and it was so great because it's $225 and I said to him yeah geez that's so much but it's the perfect thing and he goes to me well you know it's cold out make me an offer and I realized that he had been saying that earlier on in the day because it was no longer cold it was cold earlier but that was just his stock line for like make me an offer and I, I you know it's an original piece of art and I said you know how much would you let it go for and he said how about $200 and so I said, cash? And he said, yeah. And I said, you're not going to believe this, but I'm getting this $200 ladle for cash. And he said, yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, guys! Thanks, guys! Thank you! And he gave me the sign! Thank you. He gave me the sign. So the sign is also for you, and it says $225 on it. So there you go. And you guys Thank truly, you so much. because you came, this was possible. And I think it was perfect. Cash, Thanks, buddy. let's give it up for Cash's podcast, Cashing In. <laughs> we'll be hanging out afterwards and saying hello. Thanks again, 12 and a half. We appreciate it. Thanks. Have a drink and hang out with us.